0: Hey folks, this is uh, future Alex speaking. Uh, Just so you know, there is a bit of an audio problem in the first 20 minutes or so of this episode. Uh, It's nothing too bad, it's just a bit of clicking and scuffling. Uh, But we do get it fixed, so if you can bear with us, it uh, goes away. Okay, on with the show. Hey guys, and welcome to...
1: God. (laughs) hello and welcome nope that's stupid <laughs> um okay just say it like you're talking to a person so hi and welcome to the hamsteak podcast where episode two hey
0: this is lydia she takes pictures of the sky and it brightens everyone's day.
1: there you go you said the one good thing about me <laughs> congratulations this is alex who is terminally nice all right <laughs> And Welcome to our podcast, where Welcome. we read Homestuck and tell you about it.
0: Yep. So, if you're tuning in for the... <clears throat> nope. <laughs> so, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, I have read Homestuck, and Lydia hasn't. What? I mean... <laughs> no the, the
1: reverse of that.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: No, it's okay. Keep it. I thought you said... I thought you were doing it on purpose.
0: Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. So, if you're tuning in for the first time... I have not read Homestuck, and Lydia has. And just in very quick summary, Lydia, Homestuck is?
1: Uh, it's about a video game. Some kids playing a video game together and having fun, and then a, things happen. It's a,
0: multi, it's a multimedia webcomic about that.
1: Yep. Cool. So basically, um, if you missed the first episode, and just want to pick up now, um, we talked about our protagonist, who we just met, and his name's John, and he is rather eponymously stuck at home. He's been trying to avoid his weird clown-obsessed dad. Um,
0: Harlequin-obsessed dad.
1: Harlequin-obsessed dad. It's, he's very particular about this. And he, it's his birthday, And he's turning 13, and he has just received in the mail the beta version of a much-anticipated video game called Suburb. And through various sort of video game parody antics, we are introduced to what appear to be the game mechanics of this world that we'll be living in with John. And after a confrontation with his father, John has finally managed to sort of escape to his room with the beta. Yes, yeah, so
0: no, yeah, so, well, he just left the kitchen. <laughs> oh, okay. But that, yeah, essentially. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> oh, God.
1: It's okay. <clears throat> We're both just going to make illness noises at you folks. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. All right, so, as we uh, left off last time, John has just finished the strife with his father and has received his uh, his mail, including a package and the... Sperb beta Sperb. Sperb.
1: You can, like, you can sort of add, like, a U to make it sound less like a, like an alien noise.
0: I, th- I thought I would... It's Sperb.
1: It's, it's like suburb.
0: Oh, suburb.
1: I mean, you can say it however you want. There's, there's no canonical pronunciation, I don't <laughs> think. Anyway. Both are goat. Both are goat. Sorry? <laughs> That's just what I heard. Anyway, so John has acquired the beta. Mm-hmm. We- so
0: he immediately launches into some Psyllidex slash Capture antics. Cluckery. And he, he has two cakes, and he combines them, but uh, everything in between them in his Psyllidex gets put into the cake as well. So it's just a gross mash of all his stuff, including the mail.
1: John's not very good at his his sylladex, which is, if you missed it, how you carry stuff around in this world, because, I don't know, sure. And you have to use, like, you have to assign, like, a data structure algorithm to it to retrieve stuff, and so right now it's a, what is it, a stack? You can only I pick don't. up the last thing. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway.
0: <laughs> data structures.
1: Yeah, there's a reason I'm not a comp by major anymore. <laughs>
0: Well, it's a bit later on. There's a book called Data Structures for Assholes, and I'm like, "That's the book for me."
1: Hmm. Buckminster, funny uncle, but we'll get there. Anyway, yeah, we'll so get he, there. He he he, he like dicks around for a while.
0: When he um when he makes the cake, uh, have all his stuff in it. I just wrote down. Why don't you think these things through first? I'm <laughs> yeah, just so disappointed in my
1: son. If you start, if you start deciding that all the characters are your children, you're gonna have a very large family. <laughs> So he collapses his cards together um, and then proceeds to perform surgery on the cake. The items force the manhandled cake into the toilet. And he's like, all right, I'm over this.
0: Um. So he goes back into his room.
1: And looks at his, what is this? Mc- his McConaughey his, wall?
0: His McConaughey wall.
1: A casual shrine to an amazing actor. <laughs> um, And then... I'm a big nerd, so I'm going to tell you about uh, John's browser, which is called Typhius. Um, and so I looked up what's Typhius. And Typhius is the most fearsome monster of Greek mythology. He's the last son of Gaia and fathered by Tartarus. Um, hmm. And so basically, he's the son of Earth and Hell. Um, in the comic, though, he is a little snake-looking dude with just a cue ball for a head and a neutral-looking face. That's <laughs> uh, a monster. Got a monster browser nice and then he installs the beta yay ah, it's time for less meta less i fucked
0: it up I yeah, so, so so right before right before he installs the beta he just casually goes to mspantadventures.com to catch up on his favorite web comic um and then the prompt is less meta more beta
1: less meta or is it less meta? Should we read it as less meta?
0: Is well, I, obviously the word is meta, but I said it like that because of the joke.
1: I think if both of us are, are going with it, I think it's meant to be. I think it's just less meta.
0: Less meta, more beta.
1: All right, well, time for less meta and more beta. John installs the beta. Mm-hmm. And I get really excited about it. But then he has to wait for his server player to connect.
0: That's right. And that is his uh, friend on Chum T.T.
1: Yes. Uh, so he's like, for some reason, he decides that this is a good occasion to go bone up on data structures. And he finds some books. Oh, my God. This is going so much chopping up. I feel so out of it. Do you feel out of it? I'm very out of it. Great. <laughs> Welcome to the Space Aliens podcast by two people who are only barely on this planet right now. <laughs> it's November and it's a bad time all
0: around (laughs) this this podcast is brought to you by the common cold the common cold for all your bad needs of not making funny jokes because you can't think
1: stay tuned for our next episode (laughs) (laughs) it's fine it's fine it gets better just gotta keep going, much like this comic. <laughs> um, so, John finds another fetch modus in the back of his data structures book and grabs it. And now he can swap. St- switch! The word is switch.
0: Swatch. swatch.
1: He can now mm. swap between the two, which is exciting. Now yeah, he that's... can launch objects out in two different directions. Yeah, that's right. Um, and at, f-
0: at first, he realizes that this uh, isn't very useful. But eventually it does become useful. Takes
1: a little to get used to. Anyway, then after this whole bit of dithering, we see that mysterious internet friend TT is connected. Mm-hmm. And all I wrote down is, it's happening. <laughs> because this is really dumb, and I'm rereading. So, like, oh, a lot of my mannerisms don't really translate to podcasts. That's okay. <laughs> Excited flapping. Um, (laughs) uh, And then we get to listen to a sweet track while we watch a Flash animation that's literally just an install screen with, like, randomly generated nonsense. So we install the beta, and then I got really excited on the next page also.
0: Because the (laughs) user interface pops in. Woo! So now the rectangle that John is inside has uh, a UI It has icons and arrows and menus kind of like the sims
1: i've never played the sims i think a lot of this game is lost of this game this comic is lost on me in some ways because i don't actually play very many games so like right. the sims allegory was 100 percent lost on me
0: Bummer. well just suffice to say that this like this interface is kind of exactly the sims except like on the top of the screen instead of on the bottom
1: oh that's interesting
0: but of course, the actual uh, functionalities of these icons are very different from a real life simulator. Like these icons are, you know, select, revise, deploy, Fernalia registry, grist cache, explore Athenium, and alchemy excursus. You know, just your... Uh,
1: really yeah. good, solid <laughs> UI design. Thank you, yes. Andrew Hussey. Deliberately abstruse everything. Um, I'm just going to put this in now. I wrote it down later, but um, for what it's worth, I looked up the word grist because I figured it out from my context, too, but grist in the dictionary is a noun, which means both grain to be ground and ground grain or meal to be produced from grinding. Huh. Um, it also means a quantity of green for grinding at one time, the amount of meal from one grinding, or, an older use, a quantity, or a lot. Great. That's what
0: um, grist is. The only, w- the, only word, the only way I've seen it before is the first episode of Over the Garden Wall, is the old grist mill.
1: There you go. Yeah, I think I had heard of grist mills before. It sounds like, oh, vaguely something manufacturing, I guess. Yeah,
0: just kind of... Uh, raw material or something. Mm. Yes. We we should mention that the bunny.
1: I think so. John is finally able to also open this red package that his friend TG sent him, <laughs> which turns mm-hmm. out to be so. It's this like super beat up bunny, right? Yeah. It's the bunny from Con Air, like the stupid Nick Cage movie that he loves so much. It's authentic oh. and everything. Yeah. Oh, I
0: didn't. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I thought it was just from. Uh, previous MS Paint Adventure.
1: No. I'm, I'm actually not sure that this is a problem sleuth thing. I think this is authentically just a Nick Cage joke.
0: Oh, okay. Because, I, I mean, it, it linked back to uh, an MS Paint Adventure uh, archive page.
1: Does it just oh. link you back to the first Con Air joke?
0: No, it's... Oh, my God, it's, it's a screenshot of Con Air. Oh. I, I just, I just most over... And saw mspeakedventure slash something, but it's slash scraps, so it's just a bunch of nonsense. It's not actually a page of the comic from before.
1: No, it's just a reference.
0: It's just some, some bald man holding this bunny by the ears and putting a gun at it. Naturally. Okay. Well, now I know all about Conair.
1: Everything you need to know about Conair is putting the bunny back in the box and Nicolas Cage. I can tell you right now. <laughs>
0: So is it this is actually the bunny?
1: This is the actual prop bunny from oh my God. that's what the certificate of authenticity is about. That's why I was like, oh my god, PG is such a good friend. He oh, like yeah. pretends to be a cool bro, but he's like a big <laughs> friend. That is
0: really sweet, yeah. yeah.
1: So then he actually gets connected and I yell a lot about how good the music is while he's gonna think because mm-hmm. it's a really good track. And then, yeah, then we have the Sims conversation. And then, yeah, okay. So, yeah, I was just talking about how, like, the first time I started, I was reading this. I was like, okay, so, like, this is a webcomic. Like, I've read webcomics before. And, like, all right, maybe it's got, like, some flash animations or whatever. And then this is just, like... Okay, so I guess this isn't interactive, but um, she just starts, like, jacking up his entire environment. And I was just, like, I'm not prepared for this kind of, like, not not breaching of the fourth wall, but just, like, what is even occurring. Yeah, in
0: this I moment. like I I I didn't understand that like it was his friend doing this. I thought it was just like the audience, but no, it turns out it's actually cuz it, all the actions are TT doing something. So I realized that it's actually his friend in control of his environment, which is bizarre.
1: It is bizarre. But you get used to it surprisingly quickly and it lends itself to a lot of good gags. Yeah. Like promptly, like, what does she do? She, like, rips out his toilet. Yep. Um, she drops a bathtub in the middle of his hallway, but not for a little while, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, no, just before that. Um, so when she, moves his, uh, when she moves his magic chest, yeah. uh, his other uh, capture log card is underneath that. So, and when he picks that up, he can actually switch between the two. Uh, moduses or modi, yep, which is useful means he can use the first or last thing in his in his uh, capture log, which is you know actually means he can actually do things in the world.
1: Yes, he's almost like a fully functional human being at this point.
0: <laughs> a Fully functional human being who can only comprehend five things at a time.
1: Oh, this poor child. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, and so then this this keeps coming up in this reading in particular. I think it happens three times and I had completely forgotten about it, and I guess I found it less jarring the first time I read this comic, but, um, these characters keep dropping the arsler, like, super casually.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I was not impressed by that. Um, but I guess we just have to work with it.
1: Yeah, it's, uh it's just, and I mean, like, so this is a known thing, like, Andrew Hussey is, like, older stuff was noticeably a little bit more problematic. Um, <clears throat> but like this this comic is good in a lot of ways in that like there's like a scrupulously equal number of male and female characters and they have pretty substantively equal amounts of like very important like plot relevant stuff and like really meaty plot arcs. Like one of the major, several of the major conflicts are like entirely just between female characters um, And it's really, really interesting. Um, mm. But at the same time, we do get, like, just, like, language. Casual arslers, yeah. Yeah, it gets better later on, but... I'm sure. Yeah, still finding its footing. Anyway, um, some stuff happens, and then um, John is reading his dad's social network, because that's normal.
0: Yeah, so I guess he just took his dad's PDA... Uh, and is now using it as his own device, which is fine, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I just, like, made off with my dad's phone, he'd be very unhappy. hmm But that's just me. I guess Andrew Hussey's parents might not have had smartphones when he was growing up, so, like, the weirdness of this might not have registered. Or it's just one of those things that characters or- in this universe are inexplicably blind yeah. about.
0: I think it's just a, a joke. Okay. Um... But also, I feel like the dad character is very, I mean, so far at least, he's very kind of Mm semi-conscious, or at least as as he's presented to the audience through John's eyes, he's just kind of this NPC algorithm and not a real person.
1: Yeah, as evidenced by the fact that he doesn't have a face. His face is blank. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or, well, he he... has a nose, right? But I think that's (laughs) it. I think so. Yeah, he so that's actually really interesting because he definitely gets to do a bunch more stuff later on. Like he becomes he always remains a little bit shadowy in, in an interesting way. Like I, I'm not sure we necessarily ever hear him speak, but um mm. he has stuff to do later on. He becomes important and he has his own plot threads, stuff. So. Cool. And 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 their relationship evolves a little bit. So. Oh that's good. Yeah.
0: All right. So um using the interface Uh, TT expands John's room, like in The Sims, just because.
1: You know, why not?
0: Because she has control over his environment. (laughs) Mm. But also, um, she can only control things within a certain radius of John. Right. So the PDA is, like, when it got shot out of his uh, Silidex, it went out of bounds, basically, and she can't get it unless he gets closer to it.
1: Right. So she has to literally, like, create more house for John yeah. to walk out on. And this happens yeah. a couple times for him to, like, go move the radius out enough for her to interact <laughs> with the world around him. Yeah,
0: like, later she just extrudes some balcony.
1: Yeah. Um, so they kind of, they mess around with that for a while. Um...
0: So yeah, so he, um, so John picks up, well, he goes, I think, he goes, Yes. Yeah, so he goes through the whole... Uh, that T.T. has left in his bathroom by taking out the tub. Yeah. And then in the laundry room, I think, yeah. Uh, there's a sledgehammer, which he picks up and attaches to his uh, strife m- thing.
1: He equips it, basically. I yeah. don't really understand that game mechanic. Like,
0: yeah, he, he equips it. He, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, so, and then, I don't know, throughout this whole time, as they're, like, as, essentially, T.T. is making a giant mess of John's house. They're also, like, talking. Like, they're talking via chat, obviously, and communicating about what's going on. And um, they're talking about their respective parents. They both seem to have single parents. And T.T. is talking about dealing with her mom and says that she had to battle through her cloud of gin and derision. Yeah. So she's, like, she is kind of talking about how um, she thinks it's ridiculous that um, John is as averse to his dad as she is to her mom when his dad appears to just like love him and care about God. him and like
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe be yeah, a little was... annoying. Like So mm. I was actually I was listening to another podcast um that like pointed out exactly how like paradoxical it was called the more you nerd and they talked about this part of Homestuck. And um I also, I don't know, at the same time it's like when you're a kid especially like your home environment is kind of a special case and it's really hard to have perspective about things like that when you're 15 years old. Yeah. So, but I, like, I understand that, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, it totally she's justified in making fun of him. She she says cake gestures, unfaltering love and support. Quite a road to hoe there. So I suppose (laughs) I'm complicit for not informing social services about your situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he pops the cap off of I don't even know what this thing is. This, like, thing that extrudes, extrudes some stuff. Crux extr- uh, Cruxtruder. It is the extruder. Is what it is. I'm never gonna get all this terminology right. So he, he unscrews the see this is what happens when you have a podcast. You actually have to learn the names of things. I mean like, oh it's the object with the cap.
0: Yeah, the Cruxtruder.
1: It is the extruder.
0: So he unscrews the cap off of the He doesn't T.T. does.
1: Yes. And uh and this like giant strobing flashing object comes out with, like, a cool-looking logo on it, and there's a timer, and the timer says 4:13, which is funny because it's also April 13th,
0: John's birthday.
1: Ah. And it's also, if you have cross paths with a homestuck, they're just obsessed with that number. Okay, so we come back to, Titi is telling John about some suburb walkthroughs that she's read, and she has to say that um, they're all really short and none of them go much further than where they are right now, which is opening the extruder. <laughs> and she's like, mm, that's weird. Um, and then something happens to a Harlequin. Alex, tell us what happens to the Harlequin.
0: Uh, well, I think John extrudes, or, or he, not extrudes, sorry. He uh, removes the glass shards from the window mm. from his Silidex. Good choice. And- and they all just launch at the Harlequin on the on the couch.
1: The giant, like human-sized Harlequin. It's like bigger than John.
0: Yeah. And it is uh it is in pieces.
1: Rest in fu- You need to say rest in fucking pieces, Harlequin, I'm is sorry. a good line. You my, gotta give yourself credit.
0: My note for this was rest in fucking pieces, Harlequin.
1: Thank you. So, um, they're trying to do the whole like I'm sorry, this process gets repeated a lot, so I just said, they're trying to do the whole Cruxite dowel thing. <laughs> it's this whole process that you gotta do yeah. to make an object that involves three different machines and a punch card and mm-hmm. a dowel, because right. reasons. Um, but meanwhile, um, there's another really cool song um, as we accidentally prototype the kernel with the, the Harlequin doll.
0: Yeah, with the like dismembered Harlequin
1: Right, so it's like a kind of messed up Harlequin sprite. It's a sprite now, it's a kernel sprite.
0: So so yeah, so it's kind of like a like glitchy entity mm-hmm. with Harlequin essence in it?
1: For now, yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, later it gets some more different essence.
1: But <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, then, so it yeah, I think we both remarked on how good the banter is. The banter in this comic is so good, you guys.
0: Yeah. The um, so the like the passage that I highlighted was, we don't have time for this asinine tomfoolery, this unmitigated poppycock, this extravagant wash. Okay, stop, stop typing whatever silly thing you're typing. <laughs> Which is just like, yeah, same. I I would, I would totally do that.
1: My original note was, oh, it's us, and then I got rid of it because I was embarrassed. <laughs> but then I realized we were pretty much on the same page. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and then you're like. Playing with alchemy, something in the sky, oh my! Because John takes out a telescope, and there's a something meteor. In, something in the sky. Yeah, that's a, that's a meteor. His, yeah. his house is going to get blown up.
0: And so it becomes obvious that the countdown that started when he, uh, was it when he extruded the Crux site? Yeah. So yeah, the countdown was to an asteroid uh, hitting his home.
1: Which rather neatly answers the question of why all of those walkthroughs were so short. Yeah, exactly. So some stuff happens, and they're, they're now running around rather frantically trying to figure out what to do, mm-hmm. um, and John is getting stuck comically in places, um, <laughs> but the thing I want to talk about is a line that I have weird feelings about, which is flighty broads and their snarky horse shit, which comes back a bunch of times. The first time it is spoken, it is spoken by a boy Mm -mm. in derision towards a lady. Mm -mm. But, like, he's friends with the lady, and I think he has a good amount of respect for her, but also it's super derisive and. Yeah. I don't know. But at the same time, like, I love that phrase. Like, I have mixed feelings about the word broad, especially.
0: Sure. I don't That's know. tough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like I that is something that I would say about one of my friends, like try, steer clear <laughs> of flighty broads and their snarky horse shit. Um so anyway, but then he like so it's basically TG this whole time as John is like, I'm literally about to die, is like, yeah, but let me rap at you.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um and so he like he like starts like just essentially riffing to himself because John is not responding about like some kind of meteor movie about yeah. like Exactly. People people comparing meteors to like the size of different states, mm-hmm. and yeah, there's it, another. No, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Yeah, it's just it's it's so true that like you say, oh, this meteor is the size of Rhode Island, and like that that means nothing. We cannot comprehend what that means.
1: Well, it's also especially like you're a Canadian, so how big is Rhode Island?
0: I know that it's small.
1: It is the smallest state.
0: But it yeah okay. There are,
1: um, there's like counties. There's like many counties bigger than Rhode Island.
0: Okay, sure. I'm just gonna. Really quickly check something.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: in the Rhode... In Sorry for the click clacking.
1: Okay. Shattering the illusion that we're in some kind of, like, high-end recording booth and not just sitting in front of two MacBooks.
0: Yeah. So Rhode Island is not actually an island, right? It is... No. Yeah, it's just... It is a parcel of next... land.
1: It's like a little nub on the end of Connecticut. I... My weird analogy that I have is, like, it's the amygdala to Connecticut's hippocampus. But that's a little bit obscure.
0: Nerd! (laughs) Um, Okay, so Rhode Island is uh, 3,100 square kilometers. Um, Speak English. (laughs) I'm sorry, Google's only giving me it in square kilometers.
1: That's un-American! Oh, it probably knows you're in Canada. All right, I'm going to look up. (laughs) <laughs> size of Rhode Island in American. <laughs> uh, 1212 12 square miles, which is tiny as heck. It's like, it looks like it's about 400 by 600, or maybe like 300 by, I don't know what the multiple would be.
0: Right, so I, I just want to uh, contrast that to our smallest province, which is Prince Edward Island, which is an actual island.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And it's also like, an order of magnitude smaller than any other province. Nice. Uh, But that is uh, 5,600 square kilometers.
1: Get out of here! Okay, Canada's big. The angry (laughs) worms... Nope, arrogant worms have an entire song about how big (laughs) Canada (laughs) is.
0: (laughs) The angry worms.
1: They both start with A, what do you want from me?
0: The absconding worms.
1: No, that's not an affective state. Angry and arrogant are both... Well, they're not affective, but they're both, like...
0: The affective worms.
1: <laughs> so, more about Homestuck is...
0: Who? Who's that? Who's Homestuck?
1: Um, he is this guy who lives down the hall from me and yells a lot about video games. Um, <laughs> that was a horrible joke. Don't dignify that with we'll a laugh. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. okay. Okay. We have more connection loss jokes, which Mm -hmm. get me every fucking time. Um, Like, as the timer is running out, John has four minutes to save the world, which is a hit song by Madonna and (laughs) Justin Timberlake, if you missed it.
0: I sure did not. (laughs) Um, I just didn't think that, I didn't deem it worthy of being remarked upon.
1: Oh, I play it in pep band all the time. And I didn't know that it was a song until I played it in pep band, and so it's
0: Oh, really, it
1: sounded funny. yeah, it was such a non event to me, but <laughs> anyway, so you, John like wait,
0: I, hold on, just sidebar. Have you ever seen the music video for that song? No, it's about um kind of an encroaching wall <clears throat> of like black polygons uh consuming the world sweet and and Justin Timberlake and Madonna are like stuck in a grocery store, like trying to outrun this wall of like shiny black. Polygons uh, it's really cool i, I don't remember it. I don't remember it very well because that was like what two thousand ten or something
1: oh yeah I was I was in the the depth of my like pop music is trash phase, <laughs> um, so I wasn't paying attention to all the re- actually really good and catchy pop music that was coming out at that time yeah, um.
0: not like these days.
1: No, pop music is good as fuck right now. Are you kidding? Hotline I, I'm bling sorry. is really I, I was, good. I'm, so,
0: I'm sorry. I was trying to do like, uh, a, like a low, uh, like a monotone hipster voice. Oh, no, but, I know. I fully it, got but, it. But I think, no, I think it kind of like conflated with my just my phlegm voice. So it sounded the same.
1: No, no, no. It definitely okay. sounded different. I was just like, I'm, I'm taking the hipster up on an argument now. <laughs> okay. Happening. Okay. So anyway, I think this might be the third time I've said this sentence, but... Tt loses her connection, and she drops a bathtub, I believe, directly outside of John's bedroom door. Mm -hmm. Um, As the clock to the imminent sort of decimation of his neighborhood rapidly winds down. Yes. Um, And, naturally, we switch to her perspective. Um. Yes.
0: And and so we see uh, a young woman standing in her room.
1: They say "young lady," and I have a problem with "young lady." I think "young lady" is never not used to tear someone down or belittle them. Sure. Um. So, like, that's like what your mom says when they're waving their finger at you is oh. "young lady." Anyway.
0: Well, I feel well in that in that sense, "young man" is definitely the same. Like, "young man," young man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, th- there you go. Like, "young man" in a different sense is different.
1: Right, From, whereas, yeah. like, young lady is never not. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get what you mean.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like, like, a young man stands in his bedroom. Like, a young man, like, stares into the distance or whatever. But, like, a young lady stares into the distance. Like, no, a young lady <laughs> needs to get back in the kitchen.
0: A young man stands on a parapet, <laughs> waving a white handkerchief.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, everyone, just go listen to Hamilton. It's free on Spotify. It'll spare you a lot of confusion at everything Alex says.
0: <laughs> I'm not throwing away my shot.
1: I'm just
0: just not doing it. I won't do it today.
1: (laughs) I'm evicting you from this podcast.
0: That's fair. Can can you do a a Hamilton podcast?
1: How many podcasts can you do about Hamilton? Just one. Okay.
0: Just like talk about it.
1: The special episode. Just have like go.
0: Just just have like ten people in the Skype call, just like babbling above each other about it, and like launching into refrains. Yes. Uh, it'll be a mess. But oh, we'll my really... God.
1: No, no, no. It's going to be a beautiful... It's actually going to be... It'll appear to be a mess, but it'll be carefully choreographed so that it gradually becomes um, Just... like a full chorus <laughs> orchestration of one of the, like, big set pieces.
0: Um, yeah. If you want to choreograph that, be my guest.
1: Nope. No. <laughs> um. Anyway, so... Um... Alright, so speaking of belittling things, um, promptly thereafter, the narration calls Rose sweetheart, which, like, in, like, a very demeaning way, which is, rankles me, but also, again, I do want to point out that, like, there's a bunch more female characters that we meet later, and none of this garbage happens, like, Hussey gets over himself pretty quickly, and I think he... He's pretty sensitive to the makeup of the readership, in some sense, and, like, the discourse that happens in the fandom. Sure. And I think, I mean, so that point was was a great deal later, and a lot, it was, like, thousands of pages later. Um okay. So, naturally, some time had gone by, but also, I think he was very sensitive to, sort of, the timbre of this comic, and, like, how it was going to shift a little bit, and he's a little more respectful.
0: You mean how the entire audience was a bunch of filthy SJWs? <laughs>
1: Oh my god, you have no idea the degree to which all of that gets, like, lampooned <laughs> later on. Um, we'll see that in, a, in about 6,000 pages, though.
0: Wait, what gets lampooned?
1: Um, SJWs. Uh, Relatively gently, but there's a uh, there's a great joke that then got retconned um, uh, that I will have to tell you about in about 7,000 pages.
0: I was hoping it would be the people who say the word SJWs earnestly who get lampooned.
1: Oh, also them. Okay. It's it's it goes both ways. He like he's very roundly sort of. Um, there's an entire. So you know you know about the trolls, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So this. Well, hold hold on. What? How much? No, how spoiler no, are we being? Here? No, I
0: don't. I no, I don't know about the trolls. You I don't know, know that about they the exist. I know that they exist.
1: Okay. All right. Um, well, I won't ruin very much. I'm just gonna just forget all of this. But you need to forget too, because also then, the joke will be ruined for you
0: forget what exactly
1: Mm -hmm. um so we notice so here like so rose complains a lot about or she doesn't complain a lot but she kind of calls john out on like oh your dad like loves you and you're annoyed by that but meanwhile my mom is like drinks a lot and like is mean to me but Mm -hmm. the only sort of interaction that we're seeing right now is there's this vacuum right there's this i think it's a gold plated vacuum at their living room right okay and Rose infers a whole bunch of stuff about it being like a an ironic mocking gift, yeah, but like the amount of communication that there isn't in that exchange is kind of striking yeah, um, so it kind of occurs to me that like her mom may not be nearly as antagonistic as she perhaps imagines, like her mom may think that they are playfully pranking each other right. instead of. Her mom antagonizing her. And because they don't communicate, how would they know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it seems like a very lack of communication. Like, Rose is inferring a lot about her mom's supposed irony.
1: Um, oh, also, her so her fetch modus is a tree, which she mm-hmm. says, I think that they are elegant. Um, but also, it self-balances, and it doesn't look like any tree-balancing algorithm I've ever seen, which, granted, I'm like a baby computer scientist, sure. but it doesn't what? look like... Sorry, I'll take your
0: word for it because, like,
1: I I don't, I don't, I don't. He doesn't, data. folks. He does not. I don't data. <laughs> nope. Data.
0: I barely know her. Uh. Oh
1: Thanks. You can follow Alex at. What is your Twitter <laughs> handle right now? Autumn Tim. Dot Twitter. No, that's not how Twitter it. It's his Twitter handle. <laughs> is auto Tim.
0: Auto Auto Tim.
1: Nope.
0: I'm Tim, and I love automobiles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the show.
0: Tune in next time.
1: <laughs> Except it's not. We still have, like, half of the thing to go. Oh, my God, the amount of editing is going to have to happen. It's fine. So, um, more about Rosa's browser. We have another monster browser, which is Cetus. Mm-hmm. Um, and in ancient Greek, it means large fish, whale, shark, or it's also the name of a big sea monster. Right, A lot of monster browsers.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I just want to kind of like I I downloaded the GIF and went through um, like frame by frame mm. of her, her like her desktop. Yeah. So first, um, on the game FAQ, on the game facts page, mm-hmm. FAQ. Do you say do you say FAQ or fact?
1: I do think you say? when I'm not thinking about it, I go game facts. But then when I do think about it, I go game FAQ. So.
0: Hmm. I I say game facts no matter what. Like, okay. And FAQ is a fact. Sure. Um. But so anyway, the category is uh, immersive simulation, which is cool. Um. But I also noticed, um, like this is just kind of a weird time thing for me, because like I think of the PS3 as being very recent, but I guess it was around in 2009. Yeah. Which, <laughs> just time is weird.
1: Yeah. Time is time is meaningless, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like with game consoles, I imprint on them, and then I just forget. Like I, I'm still surprised that the Xbox One is a thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, so
0: and also, 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 her uh, her wallpaper is incredible. Like I love that painting.
1: What is the painting? I have Which to is, look at it.
0: It is a a, a lounging woman, uh, in a sundress. With a parasol and tentacles for legs. Like many, many tentacles.
1: Oh yeah, God, her wallpaper is so good. Yeah. She's got yeah, she's like lounging on a beach. She's like a merwoman, woman, but she's got tentacles instead of a cute fishtail. Oh, um, also, I think I wrote this somewhere. Um you you mentioned last time that you were like, Oh, she's tentacle therapist. Like, we call her TT because her full handle is tentacle therapist. Yeah. And um, you were like, is that gross? And I was like, I promise it's not gross. Do you see now yeah. why it's not gross and actually kinda awesome?
0: Yeah, it's just her her our tentacles, her therapy.
1: No, she just not she, she, does, she she's into psychoanalysis them. and she's right. into Lovecraftian horror. Okay. And that's her shtick.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Um so yeah, so then we get this very exciting flash that I love. All of my, all of my notes for these flashes are just a bunch of exclamation points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This seems to have escalated rather quickly.
1: It does. Like that was, that was definitely my feeling the first time, especially like you're like kind of like plodding along, like you're talking about, and like just something about switching from like, you know, okay, yes, there's like this dire, like you have four minutes to like save your life, whatever thing going on, but also like Simultaneously, like, you're BSing with two different friends over the internet. I think three different friends the whole time on, like, your PDA and whatever. Like, way more than four minutes worth of stuff happens. Yeah. And then suddenly, like, you get this flash where it's, like, inherently sort of time-locked. Like, you have to perceive it in this particular length of time. And so, and, like, there's an intense soundtrack or whatever, and you're cutting between things a lot faster, and it feels way more intense.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so this is the end of Act 1, mm. and the asteroid... Uh, hits.
1: Yes.
0: And there's a mushroom cloud. Yes. And that is the end of act one.
1: Yes.
0: Um, But I, I noticed that like, like the music was good for this flash, but it, it felt very kind of hollow and plinky plonky. Like mm-hmm. it was, did not quite have the gravitas that I would expect. So it it was just kind of strange music for the occasion. But it was still good music.
1: So that is something that, unfortunately, you are going to have to get used to, because all of the music for this comic is made by... Oh, I don't want to talk shit. Um, I don't mean this in a bad way at all, but it's people working with, like, home equipment.
0: Oh, no, yeah, I understand that for sure.
1: Um, So it's it's often... it's I honestly find it really frustrating, because the composition is great, but it's like they just don't have access to, like, a bunch of real musicians or, like, a recording studio. And so... It's, it's, like, for the gravity of, like, things that are happening, it's never as much as you want.
0: Right, yeah, I understand that.
1: Um, yeah, it drives me nuts, because, like, I, I love the music, but I can't, like, on the albums and stuff, I can never listen to it for too long. I don't know. Right. Anyway. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, years in the future, but not many.
0: Hey, it's Future Alex again. Uh, we decided to cut this episode in half, basically to... And at the end of Act 1, it ran a little long, and we thought that it would be best to actually get two medium-sized episodes out uh, one week after another, instead of one mega-episode, and then having to wait two weeks for the next one. So this is the end of the episode, so you can expect another episode uh, a week from today, which will be November 30th. So I hope that you join us next week as we begin Act 2 of Homestuck.